0: Ahoy, ahoy to all you Trinity Bulldogs out there, and welcome to the Trinity 15 of Fame. My name is Andy Hines, and I'm the Career Development Coordinator here at Trinity High School. This is a new weekly podcast for our upcoming school year, where we plan to talk with our staff, students, and local employers. We hope this podcast helps our students and community learn more about some of the folks that help our school and city thrive. On this week's 15 of Fame, you get two guests for the price of one. We get to sit down with our awesome guidance counselors, Ms. Sheets and Mr. Lanier. We talk about psychology, the Lion King, and how do they really feel about Nickelback. Stay with us for the next 15 minutes and learn about these dedicated Bulldogs. This is the Trinity 15 of Fame for the week of August 24th. Good morning, and this is Andy Hines here with your Trinity 15 of Fame podcast the absolute second podcast of the uh, Trinity 15 of Fame. Um, I can tell we're starting to get a really big cult following. I had uh, one email from a student that said, really good job, that she really enjoyed it. So I consider that a huge success in the long run. Um, So we're going to keep on doing this and see how it goes. So today we're actually doubling up on the guests and we're having uh, two of our probably top two counselors that we have here at Trinity High School. We have Miss Lena Sheets. Hello, hello. And uh, Mr. Jonathan Lanier here with us. Hey, guys. And so if you guys uh, are not familiar, they are your guidance counselors. Um, Lena does letters A through K. And Mr. Lanier does letters L through Z. There you go. So now if you didn't know, you know something. So you're learning and being entertained at the same time. And um, you guys kind of had an extended uh, quarantine. Is that right?
1: We did. Um, Mr. Lanier and I both, and our spouses, apparently just did not plan our um, new parenting timing very well. I became a mother about a week before Mr. Lanier became a father.
2: Yep, that's right. Uh, my wife and I, we, uh, we brought a wonderful baby girl into the world. Her name is Ryan McKenzie. And uh, we are
0: absolutely in love with her. That's awesome. And it, it's. It, it, and I imagine it's like such an amazing time to bring a new baby in the world when you can't leave the house for four months.
1: It was a really special time. Um, my son, Beckett James, and I bonded a lot. I believe him and I were in the house or in the car only for eight or nine weeks. And uh, we didn't really have visitors, so it was a little bit lonely. But... Him and I are besties.
2: Yeah, Ryan is. Uh, she's she's pretty attached to uh, to to her mother and I. Um, so like when we took her over to like the grandparents for the first time, she she cried the whole time. Um, but she she loves her Nana and papa now, and uh, so 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 we're we're getting there. Uh, That's awesome. one day she'll know a world without coronavirus.
0: There you go. That's awesome. And, and I had the same kind of experience. Um, I adopted two kittens uh, back in December, Simba and Nala. And, you know, those four months were just magical. Um, I call them the twins, and they are they are super attached to me. Uh, you know, they snuggle up to me at night and follow me around like dogs most of the day. So we bonded a lot during uh, um, during the quarantine. You know, I'm a cat dad. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so I'm, I'm super proud of that. I, I kind of know what you guys are going through. You know it's,
1: exactly the, what we're going so through. It's, it's pretty much the same it's thing. It's exactly the same thing, right. for sure.
0: So so we're sitting here at the end of week one uh, of the school year, a perfectly normal start, just like, just like a normal year. Um, a, few, a few minor differences, but I would say overall our staff and our students did an unbelievable job as far as just rolling with all the changes, rolling with the masks, rolling with the screening. And I think everybody has been super impressed at how well the first week went. And I just think that everybody should get a pat on the back for um, how well they've handled this, this crazy time for sure.
1: Absolutely. I think there's a level of gratitude that comes with being able to be back. And even though it's not quite as normal as usual, um, I think everybody's just happy to be back. And we're grateful, I know, to be back around students because I haven't seen students since the end of February. So it's definitely been an excellent start. So this, this isn't a normal year?
2: It seems... <laughs> Odd. I don't know if you've
0: noticed, but everybody has like these designer masks on. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: That's not just the new fashion trend. I did notice I had one on my face this morning. <laughs> exactly. It just made you realize how much you really miss people um, over mm-hmm. the quarantine and all that kind of stuff and just getting everything back to normal. So, you know, with this podcast, we like to talk to people and kind of find out a little bit about how they got to where they are. Um, sorry about the email there. Um, and just kind of figure out, you know, what, what, what. Kind of inspired you guys to become school counselors because that's something like when you're growing up, I feel like a lot of people don't have that that dream or inspiration to to be a guidance counselor to make schedules for an entire school year and things like that. So, what kind of led you guys to go down this pathway?
2: I think for me, um, I was always interested in like you know how the mind works and you know kind of what makes people tick. Um, and I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do, um, to, to be able to, to study that. Um, because I also wanted to coach because I, I love sports. Um, so I also wanted to coach and it was actually my mom that made the suggestion. Um, why don't you look into school counseling? Um, cause then you would be able to coach and be a counselor. So, um, you know, this, this job, it really just kind of like meshes those two things together so well. Um, being a counselor, being a coach, like I get to see students in a different light as an athlete and then also as a student. Um, so, it, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed, you know, kind of wearing both hats mm-hmm. you know, as far as that's concerned.
0: And I think that's an important thing about when you're trying to figure out a job. I feel like when I was growing up, Everybody was like, oh, I'm going to be a lawyer. Oh, I'm going to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a professional athlete. And that was like the three things that people Mm -hmm. wanted to be. And then as you get older, you kind of realize that there's a lot of different things out there. And you kind of realize what you enjoy doing. Um, Like I learned early on that I enjoyed helping people and working with people. I didn't know what facet that was going to be in. Mm -hmm. But when I thought about it and, you know, kind of started doing some things in high school, like teaching just kind of made sense to me. And that's kind of how I went down that education route. What about you, Lena? Tell us about your path to guidance Uh, counselor.
1: Kind of similar ending to Mr. Lanier's, um, but rougher beginning. Um, so I also loved the study of the mind in college. Um, I was one of the cliches who went into college saying I was going to be a lawyer. Absolutely took, took a couple classes and realized that was quickly not going to be my pathway for life. Um, I did not want to write for the rest of my life. Um, So, I landed on psychology and absolutely loved it. Um, PSA, a four-year degree in psychology is totally useless. So, you can't do anything with it. You need to come up with um, a master's degree plan or just really settle into your life in a lab. And even though I'm an introvert, I do love being around people. Um, I just happen to recharge better by being by myself. But um, I took a couple years after college figuring out what I wanted to do and in the interim. I coached a lot. And I loved coaching. Um, And it did take me a couple years to figure out that, hey, I can work in education, be around high schoolers, but not have to teach them. Um, So I have a lot of respect for teachers, and that is not something I'm capable of doing. Um, So that's kind of how I landed on that and realized school counseling was the perfect blend of being an educator and being a coach.
0: Awesome. And you know, you're probably not the first person to uh, go into that psychology <laughs> and have that duh moment, you know, as well. I think that's a common one.
1: Can't for, do that.
0: For a lot of people. Not that it's bad. It's no. Definitely it's definitely good. If you
1: want to have the most fun four years <laughs> of college, study psychology. It's super interesting and great, but you just need to have a, another plan. But
2: when reality sets in, yeah, make yeah. sure that mm-hmm. you, uh, you know,
1: have a you, direction.
2: You, you, uh, you, you look into some graduate
0: schools. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And you talked about, you guys both talked about your universities. And I think it's, I think it's really true when you, as you grow up and you start meeting people that have went to college and graduated, that a lot of times their college choice is a representation of them too. And I know what colleges you guys went to. And I can just, I feel that Lena has a very Appalachian vibe to her. Jonathan has a very... Dirty word, Western Carolina catamount, bow to him. So I think sometimes your college just kind of represents you know who you are. How did you guys choose your colleges? Now, you didn't start out at Appalachian, is that right, Lena?
1: I did not start out at Appalachian. Um, I was a very bad college investigator my high school senior year and did not pay too much attention to where I was going. Uh, but I got into Chapel Hill and thought that that's where I needed to be because I got into Chapel Hill. Shocker, you don't have to go to Chapel Hill if you don't if you don't want to. Um, so I landed there, spent a year and a half at Chapel Hill, quickly realized that is not the setting I needed to be in. Uh, it doesn't really match my personality, kind of like Mr. Hines describes. It's, it's truly a fit that you need to focus on where you land for your four years. Um, and so I had some friends that went to App and I went to visit. Um, and the reason I never even thought about Appalachian at the beginning was because of the weather you know Mm -hmm. cold
0: snow tends to be every once in a
1: while ew um but I went to go visit my friends in the dead of winter realized the winters were manageable and that app was a lot of fun um it's a much more relaxed environment than Chapel Hill um and Chapel Hill is great for a lot of people it just was not great for me App State was more my speed um, when it comes to the attitude, the, the campus life, um, and I just fell in love with the whole Boone bubble of it all. Yeah. Because um, it's truly a bubble, and it's the greatest place in the world.
0: I agree completely, and I even talked about that in the last podcast. It has this feeling that when you get into the Boone city limits, it's just, I don't know, a warm, fuzzy that you get. You just get. settle. But it, it was also the first time I remember my freshman year walking to class. It was seven degrees, and there was... Freezing rain blowing, and I was literally wearing a ski mask, ski goggles, mm-hmm. a ski jacket, and I don't even ski. And I just had all these things You'd just have so to. I could walk to class. But I still loved it. Like it was like oh. it was like a red badge of courage for going to class. It is.
1: I moved in to Boone in the middle of my sophomore year, in the middle of the biggest snowstorm they had had in twenty five years. <laughs> I did not know my apartment complex had sidewalks for the first four months I lived there, <laughs> and you learn how to walk backwards against the wind fairly quickly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's 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 a uh, it's life lessons that you it get. Is. At now, I well, I guess we can spend like thirty seconds yeah, to whatever. let Mister Lanier talk about cullowy. I mean, wee. What kind of word is it? Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, how did you choose Western uh, Carolina? So, actually,
2: uh, I got my bachelor's degree from Mars Hill University. Um, At the time, it was Mars Hill College. But since, it has, uh, you know, taken a step upward to university status. Um, So, I spent my first four years there and got a bachelor's degree in uh, psychology. Um, So, how I wound up at Mars Hill was I actually... um, my head football coach here at Trinity High School, because I am a graduate of Trinity High School. So we both have two alums here. Just so you
0: know. Go
1: dogs!
2: Yeah. Uh, coach Mebane. Um he, he actually helped me in my recruiting process. And uh, I, I went to Mars Hill to play football. I had no idea that Mars Hill was even a college um, because it's, it's a tiny little school up above Asheville. And uh so I went there, I fell in love with the place, uh very similar, you know, to, to Boone and App State, where as far as weather, not as far as size or right. like all the crazy like activities that you can get involved in it at App. But it did snow a lot and it was super cold most of the time from November to April. Um but you know, I I, I loved Mars Hill played football there um, for three years, and then also was part of the track team there. Um, so, you know, again, just kind of my affinity for sports and my love for for
0: sports. It just, you know, now you hold, it just grew there. You hold the record for the 100-meter dash at uh, Mars Hill, is that correct? Yeah,
2: um, you know, 9.7 seconds. Uh, that's what I ran the 100 in, um, <laughs> plus, plus two, two or three seconds, awesome. give or take. Okay. Give or take wind aided um but yeah once I graduated uh Mars Hill again you know I studied psychology so you you, you've got to uh you got to do something something more you got to further your education more if you want a real job um and so I decided to go to Western Carolina a great counseling program there so I went to Western for for grad school fell in love with purple and gold uh you know and uh you know since they're a D- Division one school I-, I needed some someone to follow because you can't really like tell people yeah, I follow Mars Hill and right. they're like oh yeah they're they who where was yeah. that <laughs> uh that's that's kind of often the response that you get, but um both places i I, I fell in love with both places, you know my wife and i we we go back and visit as much as possible mm-hmm.
0: you know. We love the Asheville area. There's something about the mountains, right? Yep. Always. I'm definitely a mountain, a mountain person for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so now that we got the serious stuff out of the way, let's kind of go for some fun questions. What is on your bucket list to do?
1: Bucket list? I want to skydive. Skydive? Very badly. Okay. But I married a person who is terrified of heights, so I think I'm going to do this one solo.
0: You know, I... I On the last podcast I talked about, that was my, like, welcome to college moment was I went skydiving. But I was terrified. Like, I can't even go up an escalator or, like, a lighthouse without freaking out. So, I did that, and it didn't help my fear of heights at all. Like, I'm still scared of heights. So, there's no... Did not
1: conquer anything. Did not. But
0: it's definitely cool. Like, I'm glad I did it. Mm -hmm. I would never, ever, ever do it again, but I'm glad I did it.
1: I would take that or bungee jumping off, like, a very tall bridge. That would be so cool.
0: It gives me like the heebie-jeebies to even think about. Like when I watch Mission Impossible, my hands get sweaty, <laughs> like stuff like that. So what about you, uh, Mr. Lanier?
2: You know, I, I think on my bucket list, uh, I I love driving um, and I love the outdoors. I think something that would be super fun to do is set the record for driving uh, the Blue Ridge Parkway, the complete Blue Ridge Parkway. Um And and I want to set the record for fastest time, fastest.
0: You know that that, that has driven the the parkway. So you're not one of those people that wants to hike the Appalachian Trail.
2: That's crazy. I I like to hike, but my knees don't like to hike. They like to push the gas pedal.
1: There are no indoor plumbing stops. That's true. I don't believe. Well, the whole
0: nature is your plumbing.
1: (laughs) And that's not endorsed. So, no thanks.
0: I had a friend that I went to high school with when I was in college. I was working at Hibbitt Sports in Boone. And he, when he graduated, he graduated from state, and he did it. He started in Maine, went all the way to Georgia. Six months in, he was coming through Appalach- or in Boone, and he walked in the sports store. And <clears throat> he looked like he was 70 years old. <laughs> <clears throat> he, his beard was down to his knees almost, it looked like. He, he couldn't get within five feet of me. He smelled so bad. Like, it was awful. He didn't re- he couldn't do it. He, can- he didn't know it, but it was awful. And, like, I was like, what did you, what did you, like, realize the most when you were walking? Like, what did you miss? He's like, cheeseburgers. He's like, oh, I want to use cheeseburgers. Okay. And I was just like, that just sounds miserable to me. That so, sounds
1: absolutely miserable. But hey,
0: some people like that. I mean, and they do. It's just not my cup of tea. It's
1: their challenge.
0: Okay. Those are both very cool bucket list things and very, very manageable, too. I think that's awesome. Okay. There's another serious question. And this is, you know, this is something that's been an ongoing topic for a bunch of years it even started when I was in college people had these feelings about um, uh, about these folks and you know there's a lot of animosity towards them um, on the internet and a lot of memes and stuff but how do you guys feel about Nickelback? Oh boy. I mean are they as bad as people think? Yes. Oh my goodness.
1: I say Creed's better. Creed?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So
2: <laughs> I'm not really a fan of either, but if I had to choose the lesser of two evils, I would, I would choose Creed. Nickel,
1: Nickelback's rough. Is it? But they are Canadian. What? I don't think I have anything against Canadians. <laughs> they're,
2: they're making a comeback.
1: Yeah, they are making a comeback. Yeah. I, think I think it's one of those trendy to be bad mm-hmm. things. Yeah,
2: it was it's weird. Just, it's just they try too hard. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like trying too hard.
1: I like trying
0: just enough yeah. I, I just I think it's the funniest thing ever because like when they first came out they came out I was in college and I remember my roommate who I did not pick it was just a random roommate literally would play the same You Remind Me that Nickelback song uh. over and over and over and he would fall asleep and it would be on repeat and I would hear it like 17 times 17 times in a row and it was super brutal um, but you know they're not that I'm gonna go I'm gonna go medium I'm not like a Nickelback hater like if a song comes on like I might listen to Don't get
1: me wrong. I know every word Photograph. See, that's
0: what I'm saying, right? They're
1: catchy. But I think I'm mad at them for being so catchy. I feel
0: like everybody's just shamed into disliking Nickelback. Yeah, I I agree. I think for me,
2: another reason why I don't really like them is I feel like they were kind of part of that, like, late 90s, early 90s trend of, ah, I'm going to copy Eddie Vedder in Pearl Jam. I'm going to try my best. Do that voice, Yeah. (laughs) And like that's a no go for that's me. Really that's, excellent. that's Eddie's voice. Leave Eddie oh, alone. Just, just leave him alone. Let, let that Eddie was be excellent. Eddie. That was a really good
0: impression. Like Thank you should you. do Nickelback or Creed karaoke. That, I, yeah, that's I, definitely I, a Creed just, kind of sound. I just
2: do you know karaoke to like nineties uh, kind of
0: kind of rock music. I, mean, I love it. There's nothing wrong. Like this, the early nineties grunge stuff is like my favorite. My favorite stuff. But I get like the late nineties. Ah, I get. Yeah. I kind of get the eh, vibe. Okay. Um, so at the end of the podcast, we like to do a little five-question-ish quiz and just kind of see where you guys, <clears throat> what you guys know about and you know, some other current events, some of them geography. This one was one of my favorite topics that I always like to show off my Excellent. ability in. Um, so the first question is, what is the capital of North Dakota? Bismarck. You concur?
1: Cheyenne. The Cheyenne's cur- Wyoming. Yeah. yeah. So
0: next week, if you tune in <clears throat> and I ask Montana, we know Cheyenne. But Bismarck is absolutely correct. Nice job, Mr. Lanier. Thank you. Maybe that was you impressive. Could... I don't know why that is, but I'm always like I'm always I always want to know my state capitals. I just he
1: rattled that off pretty quickly, I'm, too. I'm
0: pretty good with We should have a contest one day. Just sharpen the skills. All right. So next question is um, something that I, th- I think is kind of interesting. So you guys are transitioning from, like, your 20s to your early, early 30s. And this happened to me is, like, I just lost touch with anything cool. Like, my music meter filled up with, like, there will be no, no, no new music in your life anymore for the rest of your life. So the question is, and I looked this up before, and I'm looking on my phone. Can you name one song on the Billboard Top 10 this week? Minus the actual number one song because it is not school appropriate for us to mention, which you probably know what it is. Um, but besides that one, can you name another um, song on the top 10 Billboard charts?
1: Say probably something by DaBaby. I think rock I star. like that rock star rock song. Star. Like yeah. the Nickelback version? Absolutely. Is, is it making a come? No, no. Oh. DaBaby's from Charlotte. Oh, is he really? Yeah. DaBaby. DaBaby. DaBaby.
0: Is that what you guys named your babies? DaBaby? Face. that's his da, nickname
2: da baby ryan
0: <laughs> i liked it let me look that up and actually yes you guess what i'm amazed you guys are still cool you're still hip um i lost that ability long ago but number two is actually yeah baby rock star so you guys nailed it that's very impressive yes. so you, you, do you guys still feel like relevant
2: i, I just i mean I, I really enjoy music i enjoy like all different kinds of music so I yeah i used that, to say that, that too that
1: and if you come into my office <clears> at any point in time spotify is probably playing
0: See, I'm, I'm in that phase now where it's like white New Balances.
1: Neat um, dad. Neat
0: dad. I'm, I'm full dad mode now of the of the twins, Simba and Nala. Um, all right, so next question. And and I know this because uh, Ms. Sheets told me early on uh, that her favorite movie ever was Lion King.
1: Yes. And this
0: is a little movie trivia, and it should be pretty simple. I would think it would be. Who does the voice for Mufasa in Lion King? Ginger
1: James Earl
0: Jones. James Earl Jones, absolutely correct. And
1: he did it again in the remake. Right. Fun fact. How
0: awesome. And he also is the voice of anybody else Darth Vader. Darth, Vader, Darth Vader, right? No
1: one else can do Mufasa.
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's it's the perfect voice, and I feel like he is 130 years old. He is. But is still able to do it, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So very good. So uh, Mischief knows her stuff. All right. And the uh, next one is for you guys. And this is my, a little heartbreaking to me. And we talked about your favorite movie. And Mr. Lanier said, Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones was kind of my hero growing up. Um, I had a whip that I bought from a Chimney Rock Park that I had for like five years that uh, was thought I was Indiana Jones all the time. Uh, whip is not as cool as you think it is uh, like he uses it. It just doesn't work out that way. So don't try that at home. But do you guys have any idea how old Harrison Ford is? He's
1: in his seventies, I believe.
0: How? How? Like what? Seventies?
1: I'm going to say seventy-eight. I was going to go seventy-four.
0: Man, Mr. Lanier is on the ball. <laughs> nice.
2: See, he's seventy-eight. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a,
0: I'm Not, a pretty big Harrison Ford fan. Me too. I like his, I like his movies. He was, he's a fugitive. It's a fugitive, exactly. He's seventy-eight. Do you know what his birthday is?
2: Don't
0: do that. It's my birthday. What? We share a birthday, July thirteenth. That is why Indiana you Jones are
1: Indiana Jones. Pretty much,
0: exactly. Every year my goal is to buy an Indiana Jones costume. Adult, and every year I don't do it. So this might be the year, but when you look at the uh, past performance, I'm gonna say it's probably not gonna happen.
2: We're, we're gonna okay. make sure that happens for
0: you. You know, but see I don't wanna go with like the cheap like party store one. No. Like I want a full authentic like was used in Temple of Doom, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, so that might get a little pricey. I mean, somebody's got to buy a cat food, you know, right?
1: Somebody. I mean, the, the twins can't feed themselves. Exactly. They right?
0: Put food on the table. Exactly. All right. And the last question we're going to do is, can you name this song in three seconds? Oh, boy. As I wait for my Spotify to pull up. Are you guys ready? You've got three seconds. And if you can name the band or group and song title, I'll be very impressed. I even gave you an extra two seconds. Come seven. on, Eileen. Yes. Come on, Eileen is correct. It's Dexter's something. I can't
2: remember. You're
0: on the right track. It's not quite Dexter's.
1: Oh, man. It's, they were a one-hit wonder. Absolutely.
0: Like yeah. the epitome of one-hit wonderness.
1: I can't think of the name. I'm not going to be able to.
0: If you don't know this name, it's not going to happen. It's not no, one of this box
1: it's not, no.
0: It's Come on, Eileen by Dexys Midnight Xyz. Runners. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you guys did awesome. I think you got every question... Correct. So hold on one second. I got to get a prize for you.
1: You guys can talk for a second while I get it. I'm a prize. very excited about this prize. Oh, I'm excited too. Oh man. He's searching. This is fantastic. Yes. So,
0: Mr. Lanier, we went into the prize closet, gets a uh, a placard in support of an American Red Cross blood draft for 2006 <laughs> 2007 uh, in recognition of Trinity High School. And um, Lena gets this weird, creepy that baby was... <laughs> head thing this that so... may have been used for some sort of voodoo. This is a
1: reject from Toy Story. It
0: looks terrifying. It looks like the bad kids' Toy Story stuff. But congratulations. S- straight out three. of Chuck. Congratulations on uh, doing, I think, five Thank for five you. on the uh, Thank you so much. 15 of Fame podcast. I mean, you guys are the first people Good to honor. get five of five for these. So I'm. Thank you
2: wait to hang this somewhere randomly on campus uh, you know
0: it, it might become famous it might become more valuable now that i think it's, i'll get reported
1: uh, if i put this doll in my office if,
2: if you're if, if you come on campus on monday then i want you to try to find this
0: plaque okay all right so now we have a scavenger hunt from the 15 of fame podcast to go along with it okay well we have already ran over time because now we're like in the 25 of fame podcast but you know you guys were soaked such good sports and so fun to talk to that we had to keep on going. Um, but that's it for me. Um, I want to thank you guys for coming on and just spending a little bit of time with us and letting us learn a little bit about you, learn about how you feel about Nickelback and how you guys are still actually kind of cool. It makes me feel even older now that you guys can do that.
1: Thank you for having us. I really like making other people feel older.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like everybody should enjoy that. Right?
2: Yeah, thank you. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. I appreciate
0: it. Well, thank you guys so much. And that's it for uh, the 15 of Fame this week. Next week, we're going to have Jim Hussey from the Archdale YMCA come in and talk to us a little bit about his career path and what he does and maybe ask him some fun questions as well. So we'll see you guys next week.